This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie and helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to American Family Radio. This is uh, Exposing Washington here, and I'm your host, Walker Wildman. Great uh, Saturday afternoon for the show a lot of important news to talk about, a lot of breaking news to talk about over this past week, and much content to cover. And we truly will, this next half hour, expose Washington. A couple ways to catch up with the show or stay up to date on all the content we talk about on the show. The first way, and probably the easiest way, is just to visit AFR.net, AFR.net. On our, on our website there, you'll see the podcast link on the top of the page. And then if you click on the podcast link about a couple podcasts, a couple of shows down, you'll see Exposing Washington. And if you'll click on that, then you can stay up to date and listen to all past, past shows and find many of the news articles that I'm talking about today. So AFR.net. Another way to keep up with the show is you can download the podcast on your smart device. And this is very convenient. Uh, If you're not able to catch the entire show, then you can download the podcast later on your smart device and then listen on the way to work, listen during your lunch break, listen at night, listen early in the morning. Whenever you want, you pick when to listen to the show when you download the podcast. Lastly, you can uh, email us, exposingwashington at AFR.net, or follow me on Twitter at Walker Wildman on Twitter. Well, let's jump right into the show. My suggestion to begin the show is that Attorney General Jeff Sessions should fire Robert Mueller. And I'm about to explain why I come to that conclusion. The Robert Mueller and Russia investigation are out of hand, and they have been for some time. And just to catch you up to date on what on who Robert Mueller is and what the Russia investigation is about is the uh, the Democrats, Hillary Clinton, and the media uh, leading up to the 2016 election and soon after they cried uh, they cried wolf and said and claimed that President Trump, then candidate Trump, somehow coordinated with the Russians, with the Russian government, to win the election and beat Hillary Clinton. They offered no substantial evidence of such activity, but that was the claim they put forward. And then following that claim was an investigation began by the FBI. And actually, the investigation began uh, before the claim was made by the Democrats and the media. And so we have this investigation that has begun back, I believe it began back in, uh, in 2015, or maybe early 2016, is when this investigation began. And there's been tons of lives destroyed, 
no crime, no, no, no coordination with the Russians found, and the investigation is still ongoing. And I would argue that this, this investigation should have never begun in the first place. The reason I can say that is because the way the law is supposed to work, the way that investigations are supposed to work historically is this. There is a crime that has occurred with that, without, with, beyond the shadow of a doubt, a crime has occurred. And then an investigation is launched to find out who committed the crime and to what extent they're responsible. Then you can press charges and you can bring someone before a jury of peers so that you can either charge them or not, so that the jury can either convict them or not convict them. But in this instance, with the Robert Mueller who is leading up the investigation, this phony investigation, with this investigation, there is not an identifiable crime that has been committed. And some might say, well, Walker, have you not been reading the news? The crime is that President Trump, then candidate Trump, colluded with the Russians to defeat Hillary Clinton. Well, where's the evidence? And they say, well, we haven't found the evidence yet. That's exactly right. So that's what I'm saying. There must be evidence, identifiable evidence of a crime before you can open an investigation. You don't have investigations into speeding, into speeding tickets before a ticket's been given. You don't have the, the local district attorney or the local prosecutor say, you know, I really think we've had a lot of people going over the speed limit in my district, in this county or in this city. So we need to open up an investigation into potential speeding in this area. No, you don't do that. You have someone who has been caught speeding by law enforcement officials and then you have a ticket written or charges brought, etc., etc. Now, that's probably a bad example, but you get what I'm saying. You don't have somebody say, you know, I think there might have been a bank robbery in town. So let's just open up an investigation, pour a lot of money into it, and let's just look around for somebody who might have robbed a bank. No, either someone robbed a bank or they didn't. And then you launch an investigation depending on whether it occurred. So in this case, there should be no investigation because there is no identifiable crime. But this all started when, uh, when, the, when uh, James Comey and the FBI sought a FISA application to spy on Donald Trump's campaign. They spied on multiple people within the Trump campaign, which I would argue was potentially illegal and at best it is it was unethical and that is to apply for a warrant to spy on american citizens when there has not been a, an identifiable crime committed but nonetheless following president trump's inauguration swearing in not long after just a couple months after president trump fired fbi director james comey but when he fired James Comey, then Rod Rosenstein, the deputy attorney general, appointed a special counsel. And this all happened within a matter of 24 hours, I believe. So you have James Comey fired. And remember, James Comey has his flaws. He is no, he is no choir boy. He was fired for just reasons. He fumbled the Clinton investigation 
and his FBI fumbled many other investigations, including some um, various terrorist terrorist attacks that they that they knew uh, evidence on before they occurred, but but they still happened. And so James Comey was no choir boy. He was due to be fired. He was due a firing. And so beyond that, James Comey releases or leaks these memos, these confidential memos between he and the president and their conversations, and he admits that he leaked them in order to trigger a special counsel. And so there's, there's questions as to whether Rod Rosenstein and James Comey and many others within the Department of Justice, whether they coordinated, whether they colluded to set up this special counsel, this witch hunt to go after President Trump, not because there's a crime there, but because they don't like him. And so Rod Rosenstein is equally as responsible for the mess that we're in with this special counsel. But to go back to the whole point that this investigation should not even exist, I'm going to play clip one. This is former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who is now heading up the Trump legal team against Robert Mueller. Here's what he has to say about whether this probe should even exist. Let's listen. The president of the United States, he's getting ready to negotiate probably one of our most historic agreements since the opening to China. With and North Nixon Korea. other with Iran, perhaps. Yeah, and, and, we, and we got, we got uh, Kim Jong-un uh, impressed enough to be releasing three prisoners today. And I've got to go there, and, and Jay Sekulow and the Rasners, we have to go there and prepare him for, for this silly deposition about a case in which he supposedly colluded with the Russians, but there's no evidence of that? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody forgets the basis of the case is dead. Sessions should step in and close it and say, enough's but, enough. That's it. Mayor Rudy Giuliani, now Trump's head attorney, says the basis for the probe is dead. They've admitted, the special counsel has admitted that President Trump is not even a key figure or a key suspect in the case. So what are you doing? If your sole purpose is to find that Donald Trump colluded with the Russians to beat Hillary Clinton, of which is colluding is not really a crime. There has to be some other kind of, of felony, like conspiracy to cons- or, or conspiring against your own government, something like that. Colluding is not, not, not even mentioned in federal code as a law, as, as, a, as a crime. But nonetheless, Rudy Giuliani says the basis for the probe is dead and Attorney General Jeff Sessions must step in. And I completely agree. There's no basis for the probe. But, but to move on to the effects of this out-of-control special counsel, of which has an unlimited budget, and they've been doing this for over 12 months, they've destroyed several folks' lives, several people who are innocent. They've destroyed their lives. And what I mean by that, this is a headline out of the Daily Mail, Former Trump campaign consultant explodes at Democratic Senate aides after he loses his house to legal fees in the, quote, witch hunt congressional Russian probe. And what we're talking about here is a former Trump campaign advisor, Michael Caputo, says he has spent $125,000 in lawyer fees to comply with the demands of the Senate Intelligence Committee. And he says, he says, I want to know who cost us so much money. 
Who crushed our kids? Who forced us out of our home? All because you lost an election, he told the Democrats. So this fellow who has, is, who has likely done nothing wrong, Michael Caputo, former Trump campaign advisor, lost his house. He had to sell his house to pay attorney fees because he, and he's innocent. He hasn't done anything. This is absolutely unacceptable. And it must end. It must end. He's not the only one who's been harmed. I'll tell you more examples after the break. Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a few. Back in 07, my father passed away. My mother had passed away seven years earlier, and they left me a small inheritance, and I wanted to give back to AFA for all they have done for me. Carol talks about her experience with the AFA Foundation. I am an avid listener to AFR, 12 hours a day, and I hear Dan Celia talking about the charitable gift annuity. I liked what the uh, gift annuity offered, donated a certain amount, and from that I get a check every month, which is retirement income for me. If you'd like to support the work of the AFA and receive a fixed income for life, a charitable gift annuity from the AFA Foundation may just be what you're looking for. Learn more by contacting the Foundation at 800-326-4543, extension 345. Hi, this is Jim Stanley, and we're partnering with the Ministry of Preborn to help save babies' lives through ultrasound. Here's how a nurse describes the power of an ultrasound. Last week, just one example of a mom who came in was very abortion-minded, and when she saw the picture of her baby on ultrasound and heard that beating heart, it was a defining moment that just broke her, and she said, I just can't allow this baby to be killed. By letting a mother hear her baby's heartbeat and see her baby in the womb, she will choose life 80% of the time. I cannot tell you how many times a baby's life is saved through ultrasound. It's just an incredible tool. Underwrite a free ultrasound and help save a baby's life. Go to preborn.com. That's preborn.com. Or dial pound 250 and say keyword baby. All gifts are tax deductible. Your love can save a life. Welcome back to Exposing Washington on American Family Radio. Now, there have been people who have been uh, uh, making threats privately and publicly uh, against me uh, for quite some time, and I think they should understand by now the Department of Justice is not going to be extorted. We're going to do what's required by the rule of law, and uh, any kind of threats that anybody makes uh, are not going to affect the way we do our job. We have a responsibility, and we take an oath. That's the whole point. When you take these jobs, you need to be appointed by the president and confirmed by the Senate, uh, and that actually is a pretty uh, uh, thorough process. And then you raise your right hand and you swear an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. You promise to bear true faith and allegiance to the same, and you take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, so help me God, and that's your responsibility. 
How self-righteous. Doesn't that sound so great? I mean, how innocent. How innocent does he sound? That was Rod Rosenstein, the Deputy Attorney General, of whose name I have mentioned before, I mentioned in the previous segment. Rod Rosenstein, that was him. At some, He's at some conference uh, being interviewed by the host. And he just, it just makes me want to laugh. He sounds so professional, so righteous, so he's a great fella. So you think. So what Rod Rosenstein, what he's saying there and what basically set up that, that audio there is he's asked by a, a media outlet, he's asked in this open setting, you know, well, I'll tell you what exactly what he's asked. He's asked about um, about the House Freedom Caucus and um, and their their the potential the potential uh, impeachment. That's the word I'm looking for. the The potential impeachment that they, they they're drawing up impeachment papers, and I honestly don't blame them. And the reason they're doing this is because Rod, because Rod Rosenstein and the Department of Justice, they're refusing to turn over documents to Congress. So Congress is seeking documents on various items, various subjects, and the Department of Justice, under the leadership of Attorney General Jeff Sessions and Rod Rosenstein, they're blocking Congress from oversight of the FBI and the DOJ. And so he's asked about, you know, what about these articles of impeachment and people, you know, pushing for these documents, specifically Congress? And he compares it to extortion. He says, you know, I'm being threatened both privately and publicly. Blah, blah, blah. I took an oath to uphold the Constitution. You're right. You did take an, an oath to uphold the Constitution. And the Constitution says that Congress has oversight of your department. And so he, he, he totally, he can, basically he's comparing Congress to the mafia because they want documents on, on what, what his department's doing. And so that's so, uh, I don't even know the word. And, and, and I'm, I'm trying to think of a name, uh, 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 how to explain Rod Rosenstein, but I can't even think of one that I can say on American Family Radio. I mean, it's just so self-righteous of him and so arrogant and really out of line to to compare congressional oversight, which is constitutional and lawful. He's comparing that to extortion and the mafia, which is so out of line. I'm wondering, has he even read the Constitution? If he went to any modern day law schools within the last 10 or 20 years, he probably didn't even read or study the Constitution because they don't teach the Constitution anymore. But moving on here, Congress has, as I mentioned, complete oversight over the executive branch, and even they have oversight over classified information and ongoing investigations. Now, to, to a certain extent, I understand that certain executive branch departments cannot just expose or release all kind of information out to the public. I mean, s- certain things are classified, certain things are confidential. But, but, but for Congress, they should be, they, they're, they're required to release everything 
to Congress to a certain extent. Everything to Congress, at least to certain members of Congress who have certain classified clearances. So there's nothing they should be able to withhold. And on Tucker Carlson's show this week, Tucker Carlson on Fox News did a great, great segment on this. He had on Washington attorney, well-respected attorney Joe DeGeneva on Fox News. He had him on Fox News to talk about Rod Rosenstein and this statement about extortion and comparing Congress to the mafia. This is clip three. Let's listen. The deputy attorney general today disqualified himself from continued service in the Department of Justice. Uh, Jeff Sessions now has an absolute responsibility to call him into his office, berate him for saying that constitutional oversight is extortion. That statement by a constitutional officer like Rod Rosenstein is disgraceful. It's an embarrassment to the department, but it is of a pattern uh, of what Mr. Rosenstein has done there since he arrived. He is a careerist. He believes that the department can do no wrong and that he is going to resist uh, calls for more information. When you realize that he appointed a special counsel, Robert Mueller, someone that he's very close to and who was very close to James Comey, to investigate no crime and put this country through 15 going on 16 months of interruption of a new president, that tells you something about Rod, Rod Rosenstein. He is resisting all of this because he created the original sin, an investigation of no crime. Amen. That was Joe DeGeneva on Tucker Carlson's show. And the last thing he said there, I just wish I would have made that up myself because that was brilliant. He calls it the original sin to investigate no crime. You're investigating, like I said at the beginning of the show, and this thought is not original to me. The original sin of Robert uh, of Rod Rosenstein is to investigate that which is not a crime. You're not supposed to do that. But Rod Rosenstein is over this whole thing. He started this mess. And he's continuing this mess. And it begs the question, where is Attorney General Jeff Sessions? And I've been tough on Jeff Sessions before. And I walked that back a week later. But, but I'm beginning to think, was my original, or were my original instincts correct? Is Attorney General Jeff Sessions nowhere to be found when his own department is in this mess, in this crisis? Where is he? And so there's a couple of different options. There's a couple couple different uh, answers, maybe, to help answer where Attorney General Jeff Sessions is in all this. And I'm wondering, is he working his way into the deep state so that he can hopefully out them? Like a mole? You know, is he cozying up to Rod Rosenstein and Mueller and all these cronies so that he can turn around and expose them for who they are? Is that what he's doing? I don't know. That would be very crafty. I would give him credit for that. Or is he genuinely becoming a part of the deep state, a part of the problem? I'm talking about Jeff Sessions. Because I just don't know how he can sit idly by while this is all going on. I just don't understand how he can sit idly by and allow this to go on. And some insiders in Washington will say, well, he's doing some great things behind the scenes. 
Well, that might be true, but it's time to come out from behind the curtain and do some things on scene. I want to see what you're doing. Because if I can't see what you're doing and I don't know what you're doing, then to me it's as if it never happened. So it's time for Attorney General Jeff Sessions, if he's truly on the side of the Constitution and on the side of the law and order and fighting corruption and false investigations, then he needs to come out and shut this investigation down. And one other thing, among many things that I'm talking about here, is this. You know, there's been a lot of talk in the news about you know, President Trump going to be subpoenaed by the special counsel. He's going to have to testify in front of a grand jury. Blah, 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 blah. Well, that is a bunch of hogwash. That is so, so not true. And it'll never happen. At least if Trump's attorneys are on the right track, and I believe they are. The reason that a president cannot be subpoenaed is this. The president, according to the Constitution and according to federal law, the president must be impeached by the House, convicted by the Senate, before he can face a civil suit where he has to testify in front of a grand jury. Now, various states and and, and individuals can sue the administration, they can sue the Department of Justice, they can even sue President Trump personally to a certain extent, but they cannot force the President of the United States to sit in front of a grand jury if he's not been impeached yet. Because imagine this, imagine if you could just willy-nilly sue the President and then he has to spend hours and hours a day testifying over just trivial matters are matters unproven. That would create chaos and uncertainty in our country. So the President of the United States, President Trump, cannot be subpoenaed. He cannot be forced to testify under oath in front of a grand jury unless he has been tried by the House and convicted by the Senate. And that's what the Democrats are going for. That's what the Democrats are going for. But the last thing, on a positive note, I want to say this that I am thankful that uh, that President Trump has hired former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani to be his lead attorney. And the reason I say that is because the last he's only been on, on, on the job for a week or so, so there's room for error. But nonetheless, Giuliani is playing hardball with Robert Mueller. And I like that. You have to play hardball with these folks. They're pit bulls. They're sharks in the water, smelling blood. And and, and their, their intentions and their motives are not pure. They're not honest, truthful, lawful prosecutors. They play dirty. So we need someone like Rudy Giuliani to be President Trump's lead attorney so we can fight back against these cronies. We have to fight back. And so, folks, I want to encourage you to stay informed on what's going on in Washington. Keep tuning into the show and and pray for our country. Pray for the administration that justice will prevail. God bless. See you next week.